Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. It's just me today, Russ Fisher, your host, here to use Dynasty Trade Calculator and all of the calculating goodness, greatness, and awesomeness. Happy Halloween, everybody. Um, well, I guess it'll be after that by the time I put this out, but it's Halloween now. Um, and since it's just me, uh, I can't really stump myself with difficult lists of how to sort out players. So I thought it'd be fun to just pick a couple of players and sort of just do this as we go, you know? So let's just go, I guess. So first, I want to talk about Sam Howell. It's been a bit... We talked about him around the beginning of the season, I believe, maybe a little before, because... You know, he's young, he was starting, and he had the higher upside of keeping going of all of the guys that seemed to be not the Brees Hall, CJ Strouds, you know, the guys that weren't highly drafted and all of that stuff. And while the commanders aren't necessarily winning much, Sam Hell is doing all right for real life, but he's doing really good for fantasy. Like, he is absolutely outperforming the cost you had to pay to get him and that's probably even considering if you traded for him at the beginning of the season now his price is probably getting up there but i mean let's go and actually see what his price really is let's start with a late 24 first he comes in on the calculator at 19.6 a late 24 first is 14 points let's just talk mid because a mid 24 first is 20.5. That's that's close enough because we're what's a first and a third? Is that third really going to mean much? So in a super flex league, we're talking about, you know, you're going to be missing out on Caleb. You're going to be missing out on Marvin Harrison Jr., probably also Drake May, Brock Bowers. So we're talking the group of running backs and wide receivers that we don't necessarily know right now. And Kane's not here to tell me who they are and how good they are. Um, so would you give a mid first for Sam Howell? Uh, but I think you have to. Like I was talking in a group chat before and someone said, what is Sam Howell worth? Is he worth a late first? And the only way I could think to reply was, well, I'm not trading him away for less than that. That's for sure. And if you're a rebuilding team, why trade away a 23-year-old quarterback who's putting up in the 20s of points a games right now? Like he's scoring points. And I... I guess if you don't believe in the Manders or if you believe that once something happens next season, like maybe Rivera's gone and they change over to a new quarterback, like maybe, you you know, you think that's the issue, but I don't know. Like Washington is the 10th overall pick as of right now. That's at least not in the Caleb or May shot. I don't know if there's any quarterbacks in that 10 area that will be worth it right there especially with whatever holes since they're trading away their defensive line, apparently right now. Um, so back to the original question, would you pay a mid first for him? I don't know. Probably not because I feel like I could get something more solid, more known, more dependable on a better team is really, I think where that last part is leading me to like, you know, if John were here, he'd say probably no, because Manders and I'm there a little bit, but I really do like the idea of Sam Howell going forward. Like, I don't think I'm rushing to trade him away. And if someone offers me a mid first, 
man, I would probably stop and think about that because at least if anything, you're re-rolling in a, in a very good pick. So yeah, I think I would send, I don't, I don't, I would not send a mid first for Sam Howell right now. I think I would take it though, depending on the situation. Like if he's my QB three, and I think I absolutely take that because why not to me? That's like free money. Of course, I also have Kirk Cousins and Matt Stafford as my two most rostered quarterbacks. And while thankfully Stafford's like day to day right now, you know, Cousins is going to be gone for a while. But let's let's get to a little bit of a list. I'm just going to go down and say who I would rather have, really. And the first name that pops out to me is Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, they're the same age. They both don't have good draft capital. Of course, the Niners have shown more faith in Purdy than the Manders have shown in Howell, though it's not like the Manders haven't shown it in Howell. But I believe Young is worth more. He is decently, actually. No, not Young, Purdy, sorry. And he's worth about 10 points more in the calculator. So the answer is Purdy based on value, but I don't know if I care. Like, I, if someone wants to give me Howell in a second for Purdy, I jump on that really fast. Um, Will Levis is right beneath him. I'll take Howell because Levis isn't going to throw four touchdowns every single week, and he did it once, and if anything, that's like great go and sell away. Um, and then the other names around him, Matt Stafford, Daniel Jones, Russell Wilson, we're getting too old at this point, so I would probably take Howell over any of them. Like, Because once Stafford comes back from the hand thing, Daniel Jones comes back from the neck thing, they're still, they haven't been scoring that well this season. So at least give me the young guy who has a higher ceiling because – more willing to just chuck the ball and has a better team around him than Daniel Jones does. So I think I'm pretty high on Sam Howell when compared to other quarterbacks, just maybe not when it comes to a mid first. Okay. All right. So let's move on to the next. I want to talk about Josh Jacobs because I have him on a couple of teams and I have a couple of teams that are really weird. You know, I always build my teams through wide receivers, but there's a couple of teams because I want to do things differently every once in a while, just to say I did, where I have like Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, and Josh Jacobs. And I stare at the three of them like, oh my God, I can't have three running backs on my team. It's killing me. I don't, I, that's just not how I play. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out who to send away. And to me, the answer is Jacobs, just because... He is that median of value versus production. Like Derrick Henry, you're not going to get as much as Josh Jacobs. Christian McCaffrey, the dude's literally making history. 17 games in a row with a touchdown. And he's just, he is what he was before these weirdly injured years that happened to coincide with him leaving Carolina. So Josh Jacobs has been the answer for me. And he comes in at 23.8 uh, on the dynasty trade calculator which again let's just say mid first there's no there's no way in any world i'm giving up a mid first for josh jacobs and again like i say to john every single time we talk running backs he and i are not the ones for this because we'll find someone to trade a second for to go get a running back if we need to and if i'm spending a mid first i want someone who's doing better this year i mean josh jacobs he yeah he scored a touchdown last night which was nice I guess, but the Raiders offense is just so not great. And of course, Josh Jacobs, oh, that's overall points. Hold on, let me sort by points per game. Running back 17 points per game, 13.875. And there's a couple of players above him that are within one full point. You know, Derrick Henry is running back 14 and he's at 14.7. So, I mean, we're talking a point away and it's four or five spots. 
but that's exactly like if I can get that same production out of a guy who costs half the price, why wouldn't I sell the guy that's worth twice the price? So if someone offers me a mid first for Josh Jacobs, even if I'm competing, I think I do that. So I could then go buy Derek Henry and get a second back. Like, of course, that is insanely specific and league to league and all of that stuff. But like to me, Josh Jacobs, he's only 25, which again, isn't old, but of course that's the time we start discounting in dynasty. Well, we've started already discounting in dynasty plus contract year and all of that stuff. You know, supposedly they talk to not Al Davis, Mike Davis saying, Oh, I love Josh Jacobs. We're not trading him away. Then why didn't you just pay the guy in the first place? If you loved him so much, because clearly he doesn't actually love him so much, but like, so if I have Josh Jacobs on my team, chances are I'm going to end up holding on to him because I don't think I'll get what I feel like he's worth. If someone sends me a late first value of a wide receiver, like, I mean, Keenan Allen is falling down to earth a little too much. Um, but if I can get someone, Drake London might be a little too much. Um, DJ Moore, T Higgins, JSN, uh, Puka, London, Pickens. I'm just, I pulled up the rankings and I'm just reading up all of these names. And DK Metcalf, Cooper Cup, Michael Pittman. I still haven't reached the value of Josh Jacobs yet. Devonta Smith, Zay Flowers is 23 points. And that's about where Josh Jacobs was. So like, there are only 10 wide receivers that are worth more in Dynasty Trade Calculator than Josh Jacobs. And the first player below his value is number 11, Jordan Addison, and I would take Jordan Addison. So, like, Chris Olave, Steph Diggs, Jalen Waddle. yeah, clearly I take all of them also. Um, in terms of just running backs, I guess, I mean, it's going to be a little tough because I have a feeling, yeah, like... Ken, Kenneth Walker's just doing well enough that I would take him over uh, over Jacobs plus three years and two years on the contract. Devon Achan coming back sometime soon, I hope. I think he has two more games left on the IR. Jonathan Taylor hasn't been Jonathan Taylor just yet, but still would take him easily over Jacobs. And they're right next, well, they're eight and nine at running back, but it's still 25.5 to 23.8. Saquon after him, I would take Saquon over Josh Jacobs. Uh, Austin Eckler, I mean, we're getting there, and that's only because Eckler's even older and hasn't done much on the ground since coming back from injury. It's helping that he's getting like eight targets a game, but I don't know if that's really dependable or not. Um, Tony Pollard, eh, I'd probably still take Jacobs over Tony Pollard. But then you get to like Alvin Kamara, who swinging a miss on that one for me. That dude's a wide receiver at this point, getting 14 targets a game. I would take Kamara. I would take Swift. I would take Derrick Henry. And that's probably the line because after that, Brian Robinson, Ramondre Stevenson, Joe Mixon. I mean, Javante Williams, I might take. I would want, you know, if I'm trading away Jacobs, like maybe if I can get a second on top of Javante, which is more than reasonable calculator wise, I would do that because, well, age and trajectory and the fact that Javante might have like 27 carries this past weekend, like he's he's ready to be the dude. And at wide receiver, is someone we talked about week one, week two after the season. I haven't talked about since, but I want to talk about Puka again because Puka is now in at 20.6 in, well, I guess I picked people of very similar values and that was completely by accident. So again, that's going to be worth a late first. But my question to you is more 
Hold on, let me pull up the rankings real quick because my question to you more is like, how highly ranked is he for you? Like, is he a top 20 wide receiver, top 15, top 10 wide receiver? Because I remember talking about it and someone just goes, all right, what if Puka Nakua's name was Jackson Smith and Jigba? How highly would he be ranked? And like my jaw hit the floor because while I loved Puka coming in, he was drafted in the third or fourth round of the NFL, fourth or fifth round in rookie superflex drafts, rookie drafts. And it's just like, it's really hard to push someone with the late capital up high so fast. Like even in dynasty trade calculators rankings, he's wide receiver 20. And let me list, well, first of all, Jackson Smith and Jake was actually one below him, but above, actually, no, let's not get to the list yet because that's out of order. A late first for Puka. I would easily send a late first for Puka. Uh, like to me at this point, why not get the guy we've seen doing it? Of course, it's going to be pretty interesting if Stafford does miss a week to see what happens. And then they have a bye the next week, so that doesn't really help with consistency at all. But I mean, to see what he does without Stafford, because at this point, I know John has said it also that like every offseason is going to be this is it. This is the year Stafford's gone. So it really does kind of matter a little bit to see what he can do, even if it's the same system, which it should be with a different quarterback. So, yeah, but still easily late first for Puka was showing what he's done. And I don't think anyone is even selling him for a late first anymore at this point. But if you can, especially because the Rams offense itself hasn't had the greatest day days the past few weeks. Yeah. If you can get it, I would still easily do it. Would I sell him for that? No, Would I sell him for a mid first. I mean, yes, probably not. Like, I would sell him for a different player plus. Like, I don't think I'm swapping one for one Puka at this point because the FOMO would, excuse me, the FOMO would get too real. I hiccuped. That's how, that's how much I was uh, scared of the FOMO. Um, but let's get to the list. I'm going to start a little below because there's a lot of really interesting players down here. I mean, Devontae Adams at this point, age and the Raiders are, are sort of writing him off. DJ Moore or Puka? I think I take DJ Moore just because I know the player more and Justin Fields is coming back and we saw what them two can do together. So I would still take DJ Moore over. T Higgins, I mean, that's an unfair question for me. I would still take T Higgins. I know that I don't want him to leave Joe Burrow, but today's the trade deadline it would just be super exciting if he went somewhere uh jackson smith and jigba like i agree with the calculator at this point they're pretty much even and that's what the calculator says drake london i, I first of all london being a year younger even though a year more in the league um oh so it's same with george pickens who's right above him um i think i take puka over the two of them just because of consistency and scheme like, we know what Sean McVay is going to do. We never know what Arthur Smith is going to do. And then there's the whole Matt Canada thing. So, you know, team-specific, the fact that Drake London and George Pickens are on the teams they are, I put Puka above them. DK Metcalf? Ugh. Like, I wish we can go back to Geno last year. The fact that we have this year Geno hurts because he's not – as good as he was last year and it's making it so dk can't take that next step if that's the case i think i would i mean am i oh man i'm about to say i would take puka over dk because it appears that puka has more upside than he does like in points per game puka nakua is at 19.1 
at wide receiver nine and Metcalf is at 13.2 wide receiver 29. And honestly, he's not really doing much variance. 13, 13, 17, 12, 10, 11. I mean, of course, with Puka, we've seen a couple of games recently where he went single digits. The past four games, 26, 23, 7. And this was one of the weeks where Cooper Cup also did poorly also. So, I mean... I don't I didn't get to watch the game, so I don't know how quickly into the game Matt Stafford hurt his thumb, but it's still interesting. Um, but honestly, yeah, at this point, maybe I do. I don't know if I make the trade specifically because it's still same position, especially pretty close to same tier. But I think I take Puka over Metcalf. And then is when it well, Cooper Cup is there. Cooper Cup should be higher just based on he what his production is. So I'm not even gonna count him. And then we hit Michael Pittman, who I love Michael Pittman, but give me Puka because I think they're similar enough production-wise that give me the three years back on Puka. And what's going to ha- is Richardson going to be good when he comes back? Was what we saw real? Like, there's a lot of questions around with the Colts that I would just not take the headache because I believe more in McVay's system working with a different quarterback than I would everything that comes around with Richardson coming back. Zay Flowers is next. I would. Oh man, that's rough. Honestly, oh man, I'm about to put Puka at wide receiver 13, I think, because I take him over Zay Flowers at this point because of, again, the offense. Zay Flowers is doing great. The man walked in and just took over wide receiver one. You know, of course, pass catcher one is still Mark Andrews, and that's not going to change. But, you know, Rashad Bateman, who? Like, if I am, I had to pull for his name. I had to stop and think about it, you know. But after, you know, Devonta Smith, I'm going to keep. He's at 14. Zay Flowers is 13. And then at 12 is Brandon Ayuk. And that's the point where I'm like, no, let, let me take that. Because I believe Ayuk has more of the ability to be that one kind of guy. And the Niners offense is a little up and down at times. But I do believe in Ayuk. And I believe in in Shanahan to be able to at least keep a little bit consistent. Uh, and above that, Jordan Addison, I'll take Chris Olave, Diggs, Waddle, Wilson. Yeah, we're at the way too high of scale at that point. But yeah, I, I think I'm putting Puka up to like wide receiver 13-ish at this point. And, you know, up-to-date calculator has him at 20. Very interesting. I know I have a plenty. I have plenty of Puka shares, but I'm curious to see if there's any Puka for like late firsts going around. Like if I'm a competing team, and put, like the thing is like, why is a player, why is a person going to do that? Why is someone on a different team, if they're rebuilding, why are they going to sell Puka? Of course, if they want to get the points off their off their roster, like if it's a potential points thing, maybe, but I don't know. It just, it seems flimsy. It's always worth a shot. You know, they say no, they say no. Um, but that's really about it for today. I just thought that was fun. I, I liked going through that. And I love doing stuff when I don't know what's going to happen because it, you know, when you start, when you see like on a show sheet or like even, you know, when it's the three of us and they introduce their player, I can start thinking about it. I can start saying, well, you know, while they're talking about it here, it's just looking at the values and keeping talking and talking. So, you know, I was not ready to see that I had Puka up that high. I, I just I did not know that was going to end up happening. But here we are. Um, but I guess on that note, we're going to shut down the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse, John Bosch at John Bosch FF, Kane Fassell at Debbie underscore Kane. Ring the bell. We are out of here. I'm out of here.